Hey you! Welcome to another episode of Chat and Chill with Mama. I am your host, Chica Chidana. Yeah, I've been meaning to release this episode for some weeks now, and you know I've had issues. My phone, my phone screen broke, and you know the audio has really been bad. But I hope this episode, you know, everything works out fine. Everything works out good. Okay. On this episode, we are going to be talking about serious issues that Africans, specifically Nigerians, are suffering. Yes, and that is NSARS. I'm just put it as SARS. We want to end SARS. Yeah, it's a movement. It's a hashtag. It's it's a situation. You can call it whatever it is. It's a it's a social political crisis. You know, call it whatever you want to call it. It's it's just an issue, and I'm going to be talking to you guys. I'm going to be informing you guys on what has been happening. Although today we're just going to be talking about the W's to know. You need to know what, you need to know who, you need to know where this thing is happening, who it is affecting, how it is affecting them, and various other questions that I got asked from people that were not in Nigeria and want to know what exactly is happening. And so I'm using this platform to give some responses to their questions. I would have loved to use Instagram, but a whole lot of people were, you know, packing their infos on Instagram. And I felt like people are not podcasting this issue enough. I mean, this issue needs to be heard. It needs to be, it needs to be felt by everyone and from every platform. So I decided not to use Instagram and come on my podcast platform to talk about it. So you just sit back you know put on your serious gear we're in for a rough emotional ride but stay tuned Okay, so first things first, I want to tell you what SARS means. SARS means Special Anti-Robbery Squad. Simple and short. S-A-R-S, Special Anti-Robbery Squad. Their main goal, their main objective, their main duty is to protect lives, to protect properties, to, you know, basically against robbery their anti-robbery squad it's just their duty is in their names is in their name but um lately or i'm not saying lately for the past two to three years they have been 
tormenting Nigerian citizens a whole lot and basically or their main target their main yeah their main target is usually the youth the youth of the country I mean if they see you on the road and you are looking so good you're looking so spiffy they're going to stop you they're going to harass you they might even put you in jail worst scenario they'll kill you yeah that's that's how terrible they are that's and that's what we've been facing for they've really been like a thorn in our flesh but we decided not to speak about it all this while because you know it wasn't really that rampant I mean personally I just knew about SARS this year no jokes I just knew I just knew I just found out about them this year because the rate at which they were hitting the rate at which at which they they robbed the way that the rate at which they kidnapped people was so high I mean it was even more than the criminals it was they were just every, kind of ticked everyone off it takes celebrities off although they are not in the face of SARS tormentation but then they felt it too and they decided to you know start up a protest and the turnout for the first protest was so good the protest happened in October that's last month it happened and October 1st was Nigerians independence and I think five days after there was a protest and a whole lot of celebrities came out you know they were raising their voices against it a lot of people on the social media platforms were speaking about it speaking against it and everything was just you know cool everything was peaceful at some point um, we had some pro-SARS pro -SARS people like they, they were for SARS they didn't want SARS to end they came up and you don't just need to you don't need to actually experience something like this before it hurts you you don't need to pass through this kind of torture this kind of harassment before you actually know that it's hurting people and then these same citizens in quotes that we are suffering this this situation with together they're coming out and they're like we want size we want I mean it's kind of annoying it's seriously annoying but then we stood our grounds you know we seriously stood our grounds we're like no matter what you say no matter what you do no matter how you want to put it this SARS must come to an end the protest generally was supposed to last for 30 days so the UN can the United Nations can come in and you know take charge of whatever situation but on the 15th day on the 15th day that was October the 20th of October uh, at Lekki Tollgate where the protests some some protesters were at that Lekki Tollgate point the lights at the Tollgate went off and I mean in the history of that Tollgate being built since that Tollgate has been built the lights have never gone off the lights have never ever gone off but on that day the lights were off the CCTVs were turned off and they deployed soldiers to come to the scene where peaceful protesters were and when they came they came in numbers 
and they came with weapons like they were coming to they were coming they were going for war or they were going to kill criminals i mean these were peaceful protesters they started shooting i mean i have a video where a soldier was just like really you know shooting the gun like he's out to kill animals it was it was really it was really painful you know watching the videos it was painful a dj dj switch she went live and she was recording everything that was happening at the lucky toll gate and i mean it was just it was just inhumane it was it wasn't right there was nothing right about it and the government officials no one wants to no one wants to admit that they were the ones that deployed the soldiers i mean we all know that the soldiers cannot come out come out on their own they receive orders from a particular government force but then the government force is like no they didn't send anybody blah blah and blah and i mean they're trying to make us feel stupid and on the news when they're on air they, they were like nobody died and i mean on that live on that ig live a whole lot of people died a whole lot of people died but on the news they kept saying nobody died there were no victims they really they're they're really putting efforts and trying to make us look stupid in front of international bodies that can actually help us um some even went to the extent of saying that we need to regulate social media and i am like what i mean of all the issues of all the issues of all the massacre that went on at tollgate of out of everything the your main concern is social media being regulated and they actually want to pass that social media bill and you know it's really funny sincerely that they are going are going to all these extents to cut off or to regulate our social media use but then they can't even go through half of all that to investigate whether people actually died or not and they call ourselves they call themselves leaders they call themselves the people's voice oh god oh god something happened a few weeks ago um no let me not say a few weeks ago during the covid time during the covid time uh, the government assigned uh, money to some states you know so they can buy or they can purchase goods for the less privileged the poor masses and distribute you know some indomie parks noodles parks um food generally food but during that covid time covid time was from around that may yeah april may june that time what they distributed was a pack of noodles and um paracetamol that's that's a drug for headache um bread a loaf of bread just few things for a family of five or seven i mean it didn't, it didn't even make sense at that time so recently some weeks ago um some hoodlums found 
a warehouse is six this 60 or 600 60 feet I can't, I can't really remember the measurement but the warehouse was really big and they saw a lot of covid palliatives inside that warehouse it was just packed and it was filled to the brim they had over 35 30,000 bags of rice inside the warehouse packs of indomies packs of a lot of things were inside that warehouse that were meant for the people but some certain people that they that were put in charge of the palliatives decided to hold it for themselves and i'm like what what way forward nigeria i mean when are we going to change when when are we going to drop this mentality when still on the NSARS issue you cannot believe that the government after all the pleading that they should they should end SARS because that's that's the main object that it's even in the name end SARS we don't want that police unit anymore they are causing more harm than good end it no the government did not didn't they didn't do that instead they took the people they took the people in that in that police unit distributed them into other police units and changed the name from SARS to SWAT and I mean who are you deceiving the people the citizens of this country you are ruling went to school a lot of them are educated a lot of them are professors and then you want to use their brains like this ah no 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 what is the difference i mean there, there's up there's no difference you just took those people distributed them in groups the evil is still there the evil will still continue we wanted a whole disbandment of the sad leave them i mean drop them because those people are like criminals oh no they decided to put them into other other police units i was talking with someone the other day and the person was like that it's good the person said it's good as the sars officials were distributed into other police units and i'm like how is it good and she said it's going to also it's going to reduce the unemployment rate it's it's not going to add to it it's going to do this it's going to do that and i'm like they just distributed them they just redistributed them they didn't train them they were not trained nothing and you <laughs> listen it's not it's i don't feel it's good but you you can share your opinion with me but personally i don't feel i don't feel that was the right thing for them to, for the government officials to do some states governments are actually trying some states governments are trying they are helping the people they came out during the protests although i also see that as pointless i mean they have voices to go i mean they ha they can meet with the, the presidents to do something but then they are coming out with the people i kind of feel it's pointless but i appreciate their efforts every way i appreciate it it's good 
Well, right now, after the massacre at the Lekito Gate, the um, the governor of Lagos State, that's the state where Leki is in, yeah, the governor of Lagos State declared a curfew from um, I think 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah, then later it was it was released it was reduced to 12 a.m to 4 a.m yeah it's made the protesters you know withdraw i mean they were still very active on social media but physically and on the streets no they were they had to go inside they had to be indoors because at that point if you disobey the curfew anything can happen to you anything anything can happen to you so if you see anything out there you just take it and that's how the protest was silenced by government officials it was just silenced like that i think this is the second week and the pro no protest two weeks now no protests as the government government succeeded in silencing us but on social media we're still very very much active uh, there was a time instagram was banning nsa's post i mean that was really aggravating i could not even i could not even i was so angry if you post any picture that had nsa's or end police brutality on it they would, they would delete the picture it was really offensive it was very very offensive but later they came to clarify the whole issue and I don't know kind of got sorted out uh, well that's it that's what I have for the who the where the when the what okay I just I have talked you know on a broad scale I just give you I give you these informations on a, these pieces of information on a broad scale. So let me go into the questions I got from some people. Some are citizens of Nigeria, some are not. So I'm going to start with someone asked, who sets it up? Who sets SARS up? Yeah, the government officials, the presidency. Another question. Who are the people supporting it? Who are the people supporting it? The people paid by the government officials to support it. I mean, those poor people that if you give them maybe 2,000 Naira, 1,500 Naira, they'll just, they'll just succumb to whatever it is you're saying. So those, I, I feel those are the people, those are the pro-SARS people. Those are the people that want SARS to, to remain. So the youth and any other citizens can, can be harassed or killed. Another question, what is SARS? Okay, I said it before, Special Anti-Robbery Squad, SARS. What are they supposed to give to the people? Basically what any, basically what any police force is supposed to give basically protection protection of people protection of 
properties that that's that's their main job that's the main thing so next question did the people okay what did the people do to make their voices heard well they protested obviously they protested what are the people's reaction to the government saying there were no dead bodies found oh this question this question is very very important i think i answered it before but i'm going to answer it again the people are very very angry the families actually lost lives are so pained but you know in this kind of situation no one will fully want to come out or if they come out the government might still have a way to silence them i heard at a point that a military hospital filled with bodies from the massacre at Togate disposed the bodies some in some river i'm not so sure about that information but that was what i got and you know nigeria is really turning into something else but we pray by god's infinite mercy and grace that everything work out and work out fine okay this will be the last question i will take before we call this episode an episode the last question is what do the people have as solution well the only solution and hope we are banking on right now is 2023 that is when we'll have the chance the opportunity to vote again and then you know we elect some officials so we are really hoping that's really our point of focus right now we are just really hoping that 2021 and 2022 flies by as quickly as possible i know it's a long shot it's a long shot but basically at this point there's so little we can do there's so little we can do if you're listening from any other country if you have solutions if you have solutions to this i'm going to drop i'm going to drop an instagram handle where you can just go and comment or you can comment here send me a voice note send me a voice message tell me whatever solution you feel that the people can use the people can you know give or the people can have yeah and i think the next the next best thing or the first best thing is prayers 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 we are really nigeria is a really religious country so moving from the physical we enter the spiritual and we are really hoping on god to do something to change the situation we are in we are really hoping and praying he does something so that is it for all the questions i got that is it for this episode. I think we're going to round this episode up. There'll be a second part of this episode, but that'll be episode 7. There'll be a second part and in that episode I'll be telling you what this movement uh, how the movement affected the people, how it affected the citizens. So if you listened up to this very point i mean if you've listened from the beginning to this very point i am 
so grateful to you. I, I mean, I'm so, I'm so thankful that you were able to listen, and I hope you feel something towards this. I mean, I hope you feel, you kind of feel touched, and you know, lend a voice, lend a voice wherever you are. Just lend a voice. If you see any GoFundMe accounts pertaining to this NSARS movement, please donate. If you can, please donate. If you can't, just put us in your prayers because generally in Africa, we really need prayers. We really do. So I hope to see you. I hope you'll be, you'll be right there on my next episode. Love and likes.